welcome to the Conscious Parenting Paradigm Podcast. I am your host, France Taillard, the HD Parenting Coach and Certified Conscious Parenting Coach. My goal is to create ease in your family through human design and conscious parenting, to bring more connection, joy, self-expression, emotional intelligence, spirit, and energy into your life to guide you to reconnect with your true self so you can bring more love and joy in your homes and confidently parent your child the unique way they crave to be parented. I'm here to have conversations to guide you and pave the way for a whole new parenting experience for yourself and your children. Join me and let's explore this path together. Hello and welcome to today's episode. Today we have Alexandra joining us. She is a mom of two and a holistic doula. Her daughters are two and four years old. Thank you so much, Alex, for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Me too. All right. So tell me a little bit about being a holistic doula or maybe just as a mom yourself, like how your story started and why you chose to become a doula. I'm an autoimmune warrior and I'm a former chef. Uh, I build my autoimmune disease myself through food and nutrition. And after I had my daughter, I decided to become a doula to help people have better births. I realized that people don't really know their options. So I've combined all of my passions together into one to help people um, have better births and to live better. The whole pregnancy and birthing process is a transformation and I love supporting people through that Mm, I love that so holistic is really like you do have that full background and experience and knowledge with the nutrition like healing your body after birth and then the actual birth process itself I love that thank you (laughs) and so tell us a little bit your first delivery was a little bit different than your second delivery or very different yeah so with my first, I always desired a home birth. Um, growing up, um, I was born via C-section. My sister was born via C-section. And growing up, I was told that, you know, C-sections save vaginas. They're the best thing. They're painless. And something in me um, told me that that wasn't the path that I wanted to take, although everyone around me Um, had like fear-based projections about my desired home birth. And it was really hard for me because during that first pregnancy, no one, like I didn't know anybody who had had a home birth or even an unmedicated birth. So I changed my plans to a hospital birth um, just to quiet the people around me. And my plan was to have an unmedicated birth in the hospital. And as I went past my due date, The pressure to induce was there and I agreed to it. At the time, I thought of my midwives as my sisters. I really trusted them. I didn't know how to navigate the system or ask questions. So I agreed to the induction, although it didn't feel aligned for me. I just didn't know how to ask questions at the time. Um, I ended up being induced and I got through it without medication um, and it, it was still a very positive experience, but just a few things didn't feel right about it. Just some things that I was told. So it took me some time to process that. And after I had my birth or after I had my daughter, um, I tell my birth story. She was born in the bathtub at the hospital in water. 
Um, and I was able to do that because I declined the epidural and medications. People were really shocked to know that I was moving around. And from telling my story, I realized that people didn't know their options at all because birth is made to be so one size fits all. So uh, from my daughter's birth, I realized that I wanted to help people have better births. And that's how I got started as a doula. I love that. And I love a lot of what you said about the fear-based projections. I mean, so I have one daughter and she was also uh, birthed at home with no medication. And I remember, I think I told you this story a few weeks before I was due to have her, my grandma called me on the phone and she was like, oh, worried. And she was like, are you sure you want to do this? And I was like, where did you have your baby? She had six children. And I was like, where did you have them? She goes, had them at home, but it's different now. And I'm like, what's different? <laughs> like, I don't get it. What's different? Our bodies are the same. And so it's just very interesting how like even the generation that had the home birth, they think it's better to do it in the hospital, right? So, mm-hmm. And I think that ties into conditioning. Big time, big time into conditioning. And I love what you said too, is like your body wanted to have the home birth, but you didn't listen to your inner knowing because of the people around you, right? So as moms, it doesn't matter if it's around the birth experience or just being a mom in general, we have that deep inner knowing, that intuition, and we often bypass it. But the beauty comes when we don't bypass it, right? So I love that. I, I agree. And like, you don't really know it. Like, it can be hard to listen to your intuition and you don't know it until you followed that, um, that intuition and, um, can just, it can be really, really hard, especially with like all of the noise out there. Um, and also from that birth, I learned that I will never give my power away again. And I will Mm. be listening to my intuition always going forward. And that's what I've done ever since. So it was a really, really big, um, learning lesson for me and also an awakening, so many people, so many of my guests say that that their birth or just had like within the first few weeks of having their baby is like the biggest awakening that they've had. So I love that. I find that interesting. Yeah. <laughs> well, I do and I don't because the more that I study like conscious parenting, the more it's just like, yeah, having a child is a completely awakening experience. So it just makes sense, right? Um, so yeah, but I, I love what you said about, you know, your intuition and that's the thing that when we listen to it, we're like, wow, that was so amazing. That was so accurate. And then it encourages you to trust it more. And then there are those experiences though, that it's like, we don't listen to it and we're like, oh, I knew. And then it's like, again, that encouragement to listen to your intuition more. So I love that. Um, tell us a little bit, you talked about the C-section and whatnot, but tell us a little bit more about the ways that the birth, the impact that the birth process has on the parents and the child. So yeah, birth can definitely impact um, the parents and the child. So when someone experiences trauma, there can be a lot of confusion and hurt going into postpartum from their birth experience. And that can be a lot to carry, especially when someone is healing and navigating parenthood for the first time and trying to get to know their baby and it can go into that 
especially if they don't do the work to release it or some people don't even recognize it because um, quite frankly, there's a lot of gaslighting in our society Mm. and sometimes people will just hold back or hide that hurt and that trauma can get passed down. Yeah. How do you see the gaslighting playing a part in the birth process? I see this a lot. So when people say healthy, healthy baby is all that matters, Mm -hmm. um, I get really upset because it's not all that matters. There's room for elated, ecstatic um, mother as well or in control as well because people are ultimately in control of all of their choices but many of them don't realize that most things that are offered to them in birth are a choice it but I I'm just trying to put myself back to almost six years ago when I had my daughter and I think that for me it was like ignorance is bliss and I just knew what I wanted And for me, like my ideal birth was in the ocean surrounded by dolphins, but living in Canada is not necessarily an option. So, but it's like, I was surrounded with a really um, powerful yoga community. And it was just like, to me, it was just like, that's it. Like home birth is my only option, right? And I had to listen to a few podcasts and done a little tiny bit of research. And from what I knew, it was like, no, like there's no other options, but we often don't put any, we put a lot of thought into conceiving the baby. And then, you know, to, it's, it's like when you get married, you put a lot of thought and effort into the wedding ceremony itself, but you don't really consider what it's going to look like, what the marriage is going to look like. Right. So it's, it's an interesting society we live in with a lot of conditioning. And like you said, a lot of gaslighting that makes you think that your own feelings don't necessarily matter. And it's just, you know, what the baby needs and it's all about the baby, but it's not true. You're a part of the process as well. Exactly. And I like to say that when, when a child is born, the mother is also born. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really important for people to do the work so that they can prevent a traumatic experience and feel in control of their experiences, reduce risks. And I love it. I love that you um, had a home birth with your first baby. That's incredible. Um, So I have a question for you. So for someone listening to this and maybe their child is newborn or maybe a little bit older and they are like, oh my God, I do have trauma. What would you recommend their first steps be? I would recommend talking to probably a therapist that specializes in birth trauma. I know of a few. I'd be happy to connect anybody um, that's looking for one to this therapist. Um, She does offer online services. She's really, really great. I'm connected with her. So I would recommend that or even having a conversation with a birth expert like a doula myself. I offer free free chats to anybody and um, sometimes talking to a professional can help, um, help people understand like what happened, like from another perspective or from a professional perspective, and it can help them release some of that trauma and just learn more about what happened. I love that. Uh, Talking to someone is definitely uh, extremely beneficial. 
for those for so many things, but um, for this specifically as well. And what about, so you said you're a holistic doula. So tell us a little bit, like someone who's working with you, what does that process look like and why does someone want a doula? I had a, I had, so I had a home birth with midwives and a doula myself. So I know a little bit of the experience, but tell us what it looks like to work with you specifically. So I offer a free pregnancy chat to see if we're in alignment. I want it to feel good for my clients and for myself as well. And then if they choose to work with me, I, I provide um, recommendations for their prenatal vitamins, supplements they can take uh, to prevent certain things and to optimize their pregnancy. Also, um, stretches and things like that, especially in the third trimester, just to optimize the baby's position. For an easier exit, I connect my clients with other healthcare pro professionals that can help them optimize their pregnancy as well. Um, that's a really important part of it because birth is such a holistic process. It's not just something that happens between the legs. So it's really important to prepare for birth holistically um, with nutrition, with alternative practitioners, chiropractors, naturopathic doctors, physiotherapists, so that you increase your chances of having a better birth experience. And I'm there to support my clients with evidence-based information, a lending library, and then I offer unwavering support for the birth. And then I offer a postpartum visit. And I also offer postpartum hours if they would like some postpartum support with things like Ayurvedic cooking for meal prep or support or anything that they may need around the house. I, I hold the mother during postpartum. That's beautiful. I didn't, the doula that I had didn't do that, but I can see the benefit to it. And earlier when you were talking, like what I was going to say was that the only downside to having a home birth is that that's it. Like you get, that's it. Like I literally had my baby two hours, three hours later, I was in bed, you know, like it really, I didn't really know what was going on. I was like, how do I lay her down? Like, how do I do this? How do I do that? And then all the support that you do uh, need after. So it's amazing that you offer that. Um, and I love that, like you said, it is about the nutrition, about the movement, about connection, about uh, connecting with those alternative practitioners, not just to help you for your birth, but also for after, because our body changes a lot after birth. So it's nice to have that support from it as well. Definitely. And another thing that I missed is connecting with nature. That's also something I recommend. Connecting mm. with nature and connecting with yourself is also really important part of it for building your trust in your body's innate abilities as well yeah and that helps all throughout parenthood as well <laughs> mm -hmm. yes um so let's let's shift a little bit into the mom role tell us a little bit about you know what your experience is like as a mom and you know you said all the amazing things that you offer for your clients do you also practice them yourself like what does your self-care look like a little bit so my self-care includes drinking lots of lemon water all throughout the, t the day. Um, I drink my one liter of lemon water upon rising. I drink herbal tea all throughout the day. Um, and it, it depends what I'm feeling that day. So um, sometimes it's lemon balm or chamomile. 
sometimes it's hibiscus or red raspberry leaf tea. I love that herbal teas are fortified with with more it's more than just a tea right they're fortified with so many benefits and minerals as well which are really beneficial and i also love getting outside and connecting nature connecting with nature with my children and bringing them along we have a big forest behind our house so we'll go running in the back or we'll do like a treasure hunt and search for different things in the back and that's a really fun way for my kids to connect with nature, whether that's picking up a turkey feather or picking some wildflowers. So that's a part of my self-care routine. And I am able to bring my kids into that, which is really nice and easy. Yeah. And I think it's important too, because it's like, if you value self-care, but they never see you do it, then how are you going to teach them those values? Right? So there's a big benefit to doing it alone because you can focus a little bit better there's also such a massive benefit to doing it with your children so a blend of both is super powerful I would agree with that we also do baths together like the three of us and we've been doing that since my kids were little basically since my daughter was a newborn like it's a really nice way to connect and I know not everyone might agree with that but it works for us and I find that on days where it's raining outside or there's a snowstorm or something and we can't get outside we really like getting into the water together because it's so calming and it just changes their mood instantly and sometimes we'll have we'll put on music or we'll do like a charcoal face mask together and it's a lot of fun yeah it is we did baths for a long time together as well and now we have a hot tub so we do that almost daily but being in water being in nature is such a beautiful way to either like actively or proactively balance our emotions and our children's emotions so you find that they're less up and down with the behavior or with the emotion so I love that as well yeah I find that too I find that they're um they're a lot more like their emotions are a lot more stable when we spend a lot of time in nature yeah. for sure and then, and then when you don't it's like oh my god okay let's go outside <laughs> that's exactly it it's time yeah yeah for sure Anything else that, you know, you feel that our listeners, moms, maybe it's like as a mom or a mom expecting should know today? Um, I think one of the biggest things that was hard for me after I had my daughter was I would, I'd look at these beautiful pictures of moms and daughters on Instagram and I just didn't realize, um, I wasn't really ready for the adjustment to become a mother. And I know it can be really overwhelming in the beginning. I like to say the days are long and the years are short. And I realized this when my kids turned two and four, just a few months ago, I bawled my eyes out. I was crying because those early days seemed so long breastfeeding around the clock and all of the navigating and getting to know them. the years do go by so fast. And it's everything or every little stage is just temporary. Everything's always changing. So soak it up as much as you can and cherish every little moment as much as you can. And it's okay to not always enjoy every single moment. Um, that's something that I wish someone had told me going into mother motherhood. Yeah. Yeah. 
that's that's a big one to not always enjoy every single moment but also I feel like I need to tie in what we were just talking about before recording this and it's about you know so many of us feel like we need to be perfect the perfect mom and have the perfect kids and all these perfect perfect the perfect house and whatever but that takes it makes us like put the connection with ourselves and the connection with our kids on the back seat right so it's okay to you know not enjoy every single moment but it's also okay to not be perfect because it's not even an achievement like a realistic achievement and there's always going to be a better way to do it so it's like stopping at that good enough and when you don't experience happiness from whatever you're doing anymore then you know it's time to create a shift and it's okay to connect with yourself and to connect with your child before you have the perfect house right so I love that I love that so much a big lesson and I, I I was actually talking about this with my mom this week and I was like I'm so glad I didn't take this perfectionism from you <laughs> but it also like <laughs> stems down from like you know our parents they grew up from a generation of like you need to be the perfect child you need to listen you need to obey and whatnot so then most of our parents are those like perfectionism and that's the example that we received growing up like I'm looking back I have no clue how my mom did it with four kids a big house and I don't know it felt everything felt perfect right but like obviously her self-care and her health were put on the back burner and now Mm -hmm. I see that as she's you know older and that's been her priority for the last 10 years now that her kids are older right so it's I don't want that and I noticed that a big shift maybe you know it's because of that maybe not but so many people are having that awakening and it's like, no, I'm not going to put my self-care and all my desires on the back burner until I'm 50 and my kids are in school. I'm going to do it now. And it starts more and more in their 20s and 30s instead of 50s and 60s, which is a beautiful thing to, to live and to show our children, right? I think so too, definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, perfect. Thank you so much for joining us today. And I'll have everything, all they can connect with you online. What's your favorite way to connect with people? On Instagram, Instagram, yes. Okay, perfect. I'll have your handle in the show notes as well. Thank you. Great. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening to the Conscious Parenting Paradigm Podcast. I am your host, France Taillard, Certified Conscious Parenting Coach. You can find me on Instagram or TikTok at Coach France T. You can find my link to my website in the show notes or on my social media profiles. I would love it if you would subscribe to and rate this podcast. I will be doing multiple Ask Me parenting episodes. So if you have any questions for me, please leave it inside a review on your favorite platform. Your feedback and support is so appreciated. See you next time where we will continue to explore conscious parenting together.